Praise the name of the Lord. Just lift your voice and say, Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. You have been given a name that is higher than every other name. And there is also another secret. There is a name given to you that you do not even know. Amen. They may call you Jambi. Probably that's not what God calls you. They know you as Jambi here on earth. In heaven you have a unique name given to you. And furthermore, the word of God says that you are seated together with him in the heavenly places. On the throne of God, on the right hand side of the throne, you are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. Far above all powers and principalities and dominions and thrones, you are seated in a place of authority and power. Praise the name of the Lord. And the name has been ascribed to you that no one has ever heard of. No one has ever known. He has never entered the hearts of men because you are unique. Amen. You are unique. You are you. You know people say, you do you. They don't know what they're talking about. They just say, you do you. God has not created two and you his. It's just one for a unique purpose and a unique time. Not a duplicate. Amen. Not a duplicate. And so how you have been gifted is unique to the purpose of God. But for you to know that, you must know where you are. Amen. We love to call your name. It's something we cannot explain. The heartbreak when we proclaim your great name. messages are not to fill up the channel 
and the challenge to look busy. They are there for you, for your consumption, for your growth, for your development, for your encouragement. Go and listen to them. Amen? Not those funny challenges on TikTok. Amen? Because that message has an eternal value to it. That message is to prepare you for a hundred billion years in eternity. Everything else is short-lived. But the word which is a seed implanted in your heart, the good soils of your heart, is to prepare you for eternity. Amen. Not for laborers to look good, although that is good. Because God is not interested in the beauty. God is interested in the souls. He is the creator of beauty. So you cannot impress him with beauty. He is interested in your soul, in your character, how you represent him while you're here on earth. Praise God. Amen. There is no other name other than the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we appreciate the worship, please? Thank you so much. You may have your seats. After Christ fulfilled his purposes, therefore, Therefore, God has given him a name, has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every other name. God exalts the humble and resists the proud. I was telling some wonderful friends of mine yesterday that a man who does not want to be taught a man who does not want to be educated on the things of God, that's a very dangerous man. Stay away from him. Amen? Because God is instructing saints, God is instructing soldiers, warriors for the kingdom of God. Whoever dismisses or despises instruction. The book of Proverbs calls them fools, not me, them, and you're not them. Say, I am wise. I am ready to be instructed. I'm ready to receive instruction. I'm ready to receive wisdom. Not as the world gives, but as God Wisdom cries out in the open concourse, in the open squares, in the open arena. Wisdom is crying out to you. Many times you will feel in your heart there is a cry for righteousness. Don't dismiss it. Amen? For God says, I will write my laws in their hearts. So you always know whenever you stray away from righteousness. You always know whether you are told or not. You always know. 
So don't despise it. Receive instruction. Walk with wisdom. Walk in love. Walk in vision. Amen. Amen. Encouraged? Are we ready to receive this afternoon? billion of galaxies in the universe is the one who's created this earth that he has placed us. We are here for a purpose. We are not here to enrich ourselves. We are here to pursue the purposes of God. Everything else, Matthew 6.33 onwards, the Father knows you need these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his worship. Amen. When you make the kingdom of God your priority in every area of engagement you are in, he will automatically take care of you. You will never sleep hungry. You will never be in want. You will never worry. You don't have a reason to. He is your father. He is your provider. He will take care of you. That promotion you are trusting God for, he already has it for you. Praise man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And Jesus said, you will be taught by God himself. Father, receive glory, honor, and correction. Thank you for the giving of your children. I ask that you may bless this seed given to you in acknowledgement that it came from you. It's a form of gratitude. Knowing that you are the one who gives us strength, gives us wisdom, gives us ideas and witty plans to make a living here on earth. You are the one who's provided this. We honor you and we bless you in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to give this opportunity to uh, Pastor Alice to say hi. She was away last Sunday. Amen. Apostle is around, recovering. Pastor Alice is a little bit strong, so more power. Shall we appreciate that she comes? Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Good to see you all. And I'm happy to be back home. Yeah, um, I have a little secret. You want to hear the secret? <laughs> we have many other children that are not here with us. Say that. Amen. <laughs> We have other children that are not here with us. So when you see us going out and so often, you're going to see other children. Amen? Amen. And the reason why I asked God to move closer to me is so that 
you will know you are the first. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so you will know that you are the first voice. So when others come from the north, from the south, to the east, to the west, you will be home. And you will be able to allow them to come in into the home. Amen? Amen. So we have many children in Kansas, in Seattle, so many in Seattle. And some of them, they send uh, their greetings to you. Uh, Pauline, Adonis, we call her Adoni or Mama Abby. She sends her greetings to you. And Faith Walimo or Mama Skylar, you might not know them, so there might be people you've never seen. But some are even coming back home. Amen? Amen. <laughs> some of them say by next year, 2022, I'll be back home. Amen? Amen. So keep on praying. And that's why I keep on sending you messages to pray for the churches that we are going to, because those people have decided to come and start with us. Amen? Amen. And they say, like, I like you like mama and daddy, and I want you to help me grow. Amen? Amen. And I thank God for what God is doing among us here. That's why we're having you all minister to each other, so that you will know and you will be sealed in your heart.
Shall we appreciate her? And now that she has mentioned the Wancholis, I want to invite them here. Praise the Lord. Oh, that's how Pastor Kito was feeling when you're not really loud. I thank God for this day. I thank Jesus for saving my life and giving me hope and encouraging me even to start here and speak the word. And uh, I must confess, I did not pray for apostles to speak. <laughs> and if, if I would make that strong prayer, I would still be proud. If I can make apostle, and I know how strong he is. But, oh my God, I, I, I thank God for, for, for the amazement, Pastor Ari, apostle, for how you're, you're the mentoring, and I say your children, uh, to grow and 
to have the courage even to believe that we are called to stand and speak from the point of the kingdom perspective. So I thank God for Apostle, and I believe he is well. The reason he has, he's coming is well. So let us praise the Lord, he is faithful. Offer the clap offering to the Lord for him, Apostle. His dad was last year, and he said he is not feeling well, and he has cold, and he is coming on the way. Could have been a different story. is the one who's going to buy that stand. <laughs> going to buy another one. Okay. I can hold it. So today I have a message that 
try to digest. You know some food are not easily digestible. And I'll try to digest and I knew this is what God wants me to speak today. So in the book of Mark one
Afterwards, the Israel will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and to his blessing in the last day. Amen. Yeah, today is a, uh, the Holy Spirit is reminding us uh, of our connection, coming back to God. There is a resignation of our spirit to come back to God. The story of Hosea is one difficult story to be able to comprehend how a very strong prophet of God would be asked to marry a prostitute. He was asked to marry Gomer, the, the daughter of the brain, who was a prostitute. The, the family of this woman, Gomer, was, they were given to sensuality. The father himself, uh, the name itself I think was something like um, somebody who will later be given to immorality and, and arbitrary. And so the, 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 the bloodline of Goma was from sensuality, it was from prostitution. And you know all those times in the idol worship, prostitution is actually uh, very much highlighted. It's one of the, the I think, the greatest of, 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 of what do you call it? Abomination, right? That's it, that's it. And uh, worshiping the idol, prostitution was very much connected because that shows the, the highest level of rebellion to God, or the high, highest level a man can defile himself, because the Bible says when you defile, or when you commit adultery, or when you have sexual sin, you do not only do it outside yourself, but you know, with your body. So you incarnate in it, and you live with it. That guilt keeps walking with you. And that defiles the relationship between you and God. And that carries you away and you become a slave of sin. Because the enemy, the devil, drives very well with the issue of prostitution and the adultery. And so at this moment in time, when the enemy is poaching, there is a moment the enemy will poach for the perfect candidate to be used in the area of their mastery. And so the seed of this family, there came a girl, and I believe she was, she was recruited to prostitution. And she became radicalized. So she was not just somebody who was misbehaving, this was a known prostitution. Somebody who is like when you are very well known as a peddler. I'm not talking about it. I'm saying about the, somebody who does peddling. And you're not just trying to smoke or do drugs, but it's known that you are a supplier. So Goma was a wholesaler in prostitution because she would move from one man to the next. And Hosiah was asked to marry this woman who had in her that spirit of prostitution and already who had been, uh, been in, uh, well, she has already peaked in this act of sensuality. 
And she comes home as a wife, but the seed of promiscuity was still growing stronger in her. And she could not stay home. And she went out to look for other men. And it came to a point she became an estranged wife. She ran away from the husband. And she got connected to another man. And after some time, I think Hosea, he could not follow her depending on the sin she had committed. But God comes again because he's a man of God who hears God, who is commanded by God, who honors God, who obeys God. And God says again, go again. I know you were there the first time, you got her, you married her, she became your wife, she gave you three children, and she got away with another man. And actually she was with another man. This time, go back and get her, love her, bring her back. I don't know how that easy it is, actually, when you think about it. But because Hosea was a prophet, he knew his role. And when God speaks, he knew he had a purpose and he had a mission. So Hosea obeyed. And actually he did not go empty-hearted. I don't know how easy it is to go and spend so much on somebody who has really offended you and actually tainted your name all over, and somebody who actually does not deserve to come closer to really anything called marriage institution. And God asks him to go back. And actually, he was, he was not instructed to go and take money because everything that he carried was worth a lot. But she went and bought her back and brought her home. The whole of Hosea's situation was about God communicating to the Israelites about how they had abandoned his love, disconnected with the relationship with God. How much he loved them and how much he wanted because Hosea presented the line of a priest, the line of, of, of the righteousness, the, line, the, the, the praise of the, of the kingdom, the, the righteousness of God. And then a woman who presents the extreme of sin and the extreme of profanity against God. It demonstrates the love of Christ that he pursues his children with. Because at this moment, uh, Israel had turned their hearts to the idol worship. They had turned their hearts to offer sacrifices to the idols. And God was unpleased. The same way with the husband. If you are in the same situation with a wife, behaving the same way, how deep do you think it would hurt? When you have a wife who is outside there, and then God is asking you to go and bring back. So as we uh, read about this word, it reminds us about sanctification because Hosea was a, was a, was a son of God, Hosea was a servant of God, and through him, this woman would get sanctification. Uh, because the Bible says in First Corinthians, uh, First Corinthians um, seven fourteen, that even if your spouse is born again, is not born again today, and you 
you become born again. You are not to leave your spouse because they are not born again. But through you, through a husband, a wife gets sanctified. And their children are not unholy. They become holy because of that sanctification. So in the case of the wife, when they got born again, they are not to leave their husband. But through them, they get sanctified. Through the same way, they also come to Christ. And their children are also holy. Praise the Lord. So Hosea carried in the iniquities and in the infirmities of the Israelites. It represented how extreme the children of God has gone away from the Lord. But through Christ himself, we have been sanctified. We have been redeemed. We have been brought to the place where we belong. No matter how far you go, the desire of God is to come and buy you back. No matter how, uh, how rebellious you may become, still the desire of God is to love you. Even if he has to spend so much like Hosea to bring a wife to his entrance and trade you back. The same way. The same principle. God is love. He will not get rest until he brings you back. Jesus has come to restore us back with the Father. And actually sin pollutes. Sin does not only take, uh, create separation between us and God. Sin does not only make us feel guilty. Sin is a pollution by itself. If you sin today, let's say sexuality or everything, that you carry with you and you know something is wrong, and you feel it. And that, that you show because you cannot even be able to pray. You know it deep in your heart there's something that you need to be dealt with. I need to be cleaned. I have defiled my spirit. I have defiled my body. I have defiled my consciousness. So sin creates a pollution. And this is a pollution that went even to heaven. And God could feel the intensity of the pollution. And they needed work of sanctification. In this family of Goma and Debrain, there was that pollution of sin that was so much intense that God would feel it. And he desired so much to sanctify these people and bring back to himself because they are seed of himself. These are not strangers. These are not people that are not of God. Actually, these were the chosen generation. But they are so much polluted, and God is concerned about their life. This is the same way that Lord desires every day that we may be sanctified by the power of the Holy Spirit, by believing in Jesus. The blood of Jesus cleanses us, it washes us, but the Spirit of God is there to sanctify us every moment. When we, we confess our sins, we have the Holy Spirit to sanctify us. If a woman, if a wife can sanctify the husband through the prayer and faith in Jesus, how great it is when we have the Holy Spirit to sanctify us. I don't know how far you could have gone away from God. How, how far you are right now that you feel like it is too far to come back. But the Spirit of God is there calling you to sanctify you. The, the blood of Jesus has been shed. It's a priceless gift. You can never quantify the value that God has given to redeem us. May God help us that we may desire more than anything that we may be washed and sanctified. 
That if you feel polluted by any, any way, we have a solution. Jesus is a solution. If Hosea was to become a solution to this woman, and the three children represented the redemption of God, because the three of the sons represent how God treated them, and how he blessed them, because they were unloved, but when God came in, they became the loved of God. We are the loved of God from the beginning. Even when we fail and we turn away from God, still his love is the same. When we are not in faith and when we don't believe, it doesn't mean the condition of God's love has changed at all. We need to seek God. No matter how polluted we feel like we are. You don't know how the power of pollution is? If one serious man who is determined to make a change of life and a change of atmosphere here, a man pollutes just the air, right here. And I'm not sorry saying you do it, because it's gonna be hard. If somebody pollutes the air, everybody you tell by their faces, something uncomfortable is happening. That's what happens in our conscience, inside ourselves. When something is actually fighting against the will of God and the purpose of God in our life. But we have been given the, the, the grace to receive sanctification through the Spirit of God. Whereas you are born again, but we are sanctified. Every time the Holy Spirit is sanctified. As Pastor Yusitio was saying, through the Word of God, we are taught some things we do in ignorance, even when we are born again, until we are taught and we know and we really need to repent, and then we are sanctified day by day. We are in the hands of God, being molded every moment, every time. And this time, where you stand, whether you, those who are here or those who are away, let there be the main, the principal thing in your life is to, to seek connection with God. This woman never went back to Hosea. Hosea went. For her, for her, and actually, he paid the price. If it was from the layman, the normal human thinking and understanding and, uh, and logics, there's no way Hosea could have gone for her. But this is what God has done to us. We have already sinned against him, no matter what he has done. We have, by his grace, this far we have come. By his grace, we are going far. But yet again, sometimes we fail. But the best thing to do is to seek the face of God, is to seek His sanctification, it is to seek His healing. You don't know how serious sin is until you read Isaiah 20. And you know how strong Prophet Isaiah was a man who would call fire from heaven. A man who would kill, was it 300 or 400 uh, prophets of God? And in a secret day, he killed them. How strong that man was. But there was time that Egyptians, their sin was too gross, intense before God, and he could not hold it anymore. And he told Isaiah to take off the sackcloth. Take off the sandals and walk naked for three years. Is that true? Walk naked for three years. 
Kanyo maji nipata ifite mugu wa mwabia usiku. Wacha kuomba tena. Hawa watu wamenikatilisha. Because there is a communication between God and man of God. Tebea uti sasa. That will be their last. That will be their last. That's what God did to the Egyptians. The same way Isaiah walked. They were formed the same way. God is so much determined to save his people. God is so much determined to bring restoration. He is so much determined to use you as his child. He is so much determined to bring him to bring you closer to him because there is something so valuable in you about God. There is something so valuable about you, about God in you, because you are God idea in the first place. You are God creation. You are God likeness. You present his kingdom. There is so much in God in you that he can pay any price, and he has paid more than that is needed to bring you to him. Restoration. Sometimes the enemy will shut our lives and take the key off. Because they know what makes you drive in the line of God. They will shut your life and take the key off. But the good thing is, Jesus is holding the key of life. And he's going to ignite back your life. And you will live and you will live for Christ. Amen. You only need the Lord to ignite your life. But that you may do the things that pertains to the kingdom. Jesus, these people come to Jesus and ask him about divorce. And Jesus asked a simple question. What did Moses command you? And they choose to answer the question according to how they they would like it to be answered, like Moses allowed us. Moses did not make it a big deal, Jesus. He told him, Let, let's just write a divorce letter and send her away, like she doesn't mean anything. You know, they made Jesus look bad, like Jesus is really trying to make them live with their wife, but they are saying Moses made it easy for us. We only need to write a, what? a divorce letter and send her away, like she means nothing. And that's how sometimes the enemy has leaden on us. Sin will make you a slave. If you do not confess on a sin, you become a slave of it. And the, the master will ride on you. And easily we can write a divorce to Jesus that we do not need him anymore. Don't you really get amazed? Me and you, sometimes when we need God so much, and we cry to God, and he will answer our prayer. And we know for sure. I was so far away from the Lord, but when trouble came, I knew this was only the God that could save the situation. And you pray and God answers. And when God answers the prayer, then you 
walk away. Because we feel like the Israelites, we can write the letter for answered her. We can write as divorce letter inside her away. Not even take her back to her parents, send her away. And we have made Jesus sometimes a husband of convenience when we need her. I don't think God doesn't feel also God get hurt. That's why he told Isaiah to walk for three years naked. He was hurt. May God help us to reconnect with him. May we desire that we may be sanctified every minute. It is a free gift. The Holy Spirit is a free gift to us. Every moment we can pray. We can seek God. Some of us, we walk with Christ. We walked well. We served well. Along the way, something came. And we lost the way. It's time to come back to the Lord. I know even last year, there are so many people who are going to church, and some of them were good. They were in church, they were in choir, they were in worship, they were praying. But something corroded that zeal, that connection got corroded. That some don't even go to church anymore. This is an altar we start on, the altar of God, where you hear the word of life. There is power when you come before the Lord. There is power. It is okay to pray at home, but when you come to the altar that has been set, there is a reason even from the time of the old people will go and have an altar. It's good to have an altar in the house, but it's good to go and approach the altar. There's a reason why it has been raised. There is power when the man of God stands and speaks a word for you. There is power when the man of God prays for you. They have been ordained and raised for you. There is a voice that speaks over you. No matter how born again you are, there is a voice that speaks over your life. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what you are struggling with. You may have enough reasons, defense mechanisms, but you don't need to go to church. Or you have a reason not to worship God. But I want to remind you that Jesus has paid the price to set you free. You only need to know who from the praise you are, if you cry to the Lord, he will still hear you. If he can come for you when you are little, rebellious, when you don't even care and still he will come for you, what about when you cry for him? And may you continue to pray and to cry to the Lord that our world that we are in today, that is full of delusion, Even when you want to do good, there is so much that is calling you aside. You have the, like today I say, the gadget. If you not learn how to deal with your gadget, you will spend 70% of your life in gadget. And actually you want to spend one minute to pray and you say it's done for the day. You don't want to read the Bible. Because there is something that is so urgent in us. To, to, to connect with the social world. But there is a separation that God is calling us for. There is a relationship between a husband and a man, and this is what I was saying, I was trying to teach Goma. There's a relationship between God and Israel, so unique 
and God was looking for that connection, that relationship. The more you postpone anything, you train your heart, you train your mind, you train your, your spirit to postpone it. And finally, you are learning something else when you are doing, not doing that thing. So maybe trust God. Maybe believe in God. Maybe even pray for our loved one. Maybe pray for this world. There is so much destruction. Destruction everywhere. Not only to, for young people. Sometimes we think it's the young people who are on gadgets, the only young people on the um, social media. Even us. You can be distracted by something small. Maybe watching TV. Or more maybe football and soccer. After he can assist the last soccer. Thank God that you play soccer every day. Because to be a man of God, you need to be on, on, the, on the spiritual line. So may God help us. And we may continue to seek him. So we are created for God's glory. We have one God and we have one master, Jesus Christ. It is through God that we exist. It is through God that we are created for Him and for His own glory. Book of Romans 11, verse 6, For Him and through Him and for Him are all things for Him. Be the glory forever. Amen. We are created through Christ, for Christ and in Him. So let us know that we are shaped, we are created completely formed for Christ. That's how unique as participants we are unique, very unique. And I pray that God will reveal to you what he has called you to be. No matter how difficult it may be to pursue, do not give up on it. If you are called in that relationship with God, which we are all called, do not give up on it. And when you are in that relationship, you have what to do. You have duty that is called for you. Serve God. Dedicate yourself to God. When we go to heaven, there are some things we will never do. Because in God, in heaven, we want to be worshipping. But it's only here that you can serve. I, I know last evening, Kate made me do, do some work for the ministry in the garage. And I have to bed for so many hours. And I feel it in my back, it's sticking to me. <laughs> you see? But that thing you might do, it's not in vain. It calls for work, it calls for commitment, it calls for duty. Sometimes it's tough. But I want to remind you, it's not in vain. That time you have is meant for God. There is a time you need to go and work, but still your work is for serving God. There's time you need to make money. Yes, you need to make money, but even that money is meant for the kingdom. The moment that you serve, you honor God. And do not give all your time. You know, making money and begging kids. Serve God. I like, I like doctors. Dorcas in the Bible, she made calls for the needy. 
help to them. And then she died. And there was protest. I don't know how it worked. Like people came and they said she cannot die. Then about the death, who are you speaking to? About the death and saying, no, this is a petition. She cannot die. And this is the evidence of what she has done. We are not letting go doubt us. And the Bible says, God spoke to Peter to go and raise Dorcas. We are the Dorcas in the kingdom. We are the Dorcas. How I pray that we will not get to the place of becoming the Isaiah to walk naked because God says so. May we be there to encourage, may we be there to work, may we be there to live according to the will of God. May we be sanctified. I always say you might be the only person called in your household to present that family. Know your position. Travel. Pray. Serve God. Hosea knew his position. He was there to travel, to pray for the Israelites. Sometimes you need faith. But sometimes you might find yourself on the crossroads and fear supersedes faith. But it doesn't mean because you have fear, the power of God is limited. The power of God is not unlimited. The power of God has always been and will always be. So may the Lord reconnect you back. May the Lord help you that you may pursue his will. May the Lord help you that still you will speak the goodness of God. May the Lord help you not to make the easy choices of deposing your Lord because it serves the easiest way. And I'm persuaded through this. So many people in our life who are estranged from God, who are practicing heresy, gross sin, and rebellion, persistence where you are, keep on seeking God. Even if you are left all by yourself in your neighborhood, speak Jesus. Even if you are left all by yourself in your family, still speak, speak Jesus. Isaiah knew he had no company. I don't think for these years he had any friend. I don't think if you have a wife, you keep a wife anymore when you're walking naked. My first trip to, Mob to Mombasa was the employer who took us to Mombasa. And we always heard about the demons in Mombasa, Majin. So when we landed in Mombasa, just as we landed from the bus, half, I think the first three people I saw, one of them was naked. And I believe bus, this is it. This is it. And, and somebody said, don't talk about her, she might come in your dream tonight. You see, it's not 
Even when you are sober, you are not, God has not made you mad so that you can walk naked. You are talking to God one on one and he tells you now, yeah, that's what I mean. So if you have not gone to that extent and we have the grace of God to pursue the love of God and to speak sanctification to our people, to our community, to our children. If we can still speak sanctification through the grace of God, yes, all the favor we have from the Lord. So may God bless you. As God sanctify you, as the Spirit of God sanctify you, if you have not given your life to Christ, is the only way to wash your sin. And that's the only way to be set free. And that's the only way to receive the kingdom of God. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Because this is the will of God. Do not divorce your master. Stay with your husband. Stay with your Lord. Stay with your Savior. He's calling you home. His love is priceless. He could have done anything even less than what he did, but he did the best by giving the best. That is his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this is your word that we connect with you, that it's not our sins that will take us from you. Your love is greater than sin. Your love is greater than any destruction on this world. Oh, Master, may you help us that we may know our relationship with you has its beginning. Help us, Lord, to seek you every day and to desire your sanctification. Bless us and guide us through So God bless you, and as I sit down, although I also want to encourage you with the word that God has been putting in my heart, you may not have been heavy like the one I was to share, but this is the moment that God is showing great favor to the church. This is the moment God is making a shift. Three years ago, Apostle spoke about this year so many times, and so many other men of God spoke about this year. And I'm not talking about only 2021. It is a season, and it is a season where God is doing great things. May your eyes be open to receive what the Spirit is doing in the church. God bless you.